Welcome to episode three of the African Intel Affairs podcast series. My name is Pilani Lamini, and I am the coordinator of the African Intelligence Studies Collective, and also the host of this podcast series. This episode is a discussion on the case for an African Journal of Intelligence Studies with Dr. Lawrence Mandara. Lawrence Mandara is a lecturer in the University of Zimbabwe's Department of Political Administrative Studies, which is now known as the Department of Governance and Public Management. He earned his PhD in Peace Studies at the Durban University of Technology in South Africa, and his research interests include conflict and security studies in Africa. Dr. Mandara is one of the academics that's driving and working towards launching the African Journal of Intelligence Studies in 2021 under the auspices of the University of Zimbabwe. Dr. Mandara, um, it's a privilege to have you here one-on-one to discuss in greater detail everything uh, that has been conceptualized as far as having an African Journal of Intelligence Studies uh, goes. So I guess I'll start with some with some really straightforward questions, just a set of them to set the basis for the rest of our conversation, which I guess would be, you know, natural questions to ask in terms of understanding the entire ethos of of uh, of this kind of academic uh, uh, endeavor. So I guess my first question uh, that I would like to put to you is that what's motivating your department at the University of Zimbabwe to seek the launch or establishing of an African Journal of Intelligence Studies? And secondly, I would like to know um, if in your view it's true that intelligence has not been academicized in African higher education institutions or would you say that the study of intelligence affairs is dispersed across different disciplinary subject areas? I mean, think of political science disciplines in Africa, African studies as an entire other domain. And following on to that, um, my third question would be, which direction do you, do you intend to drive the journal? And by this, I mean, will you be benchmarking on the existing frame of the discipline? Um, of course, uh, in a lot of uh, scientific academic uh, work, we always follow the state of the art first before we delve into our own train of thought. But um, I'm talking here about uh, uh, what it is exactly that you're looking to embrace um, specifically. If there's if there's anything that you're looking at and saying that this is going to be the basis of our initial focus from which we would like to expand from. And then lastly, but not least, what kind of scholarship do you foresee or envision making contributions to this journal? The Department of Governance and Public Management, formerly Department of Political and Administrative Studies at the University of Zimbabwe, is in the process of fronting the launch of the African Journal of Intelligence Studies based on any existential need. 
The idea of the launch was obviously preceded by wide consultations, both internal and without. And us as an academic department involved in both teaching and research on African security issues, our, fund our fundamental role is always to identify gaps in knowledge, more so in the areas of public policy and uh, subsequently initiate appropriate interventions. So we, with that in mind, we raised very substantive questions about the status of uh, intelligence, knowledge and studies on the continent. Our context analysis revealed that uh, the corpus of scholarly writing on intelligence remains very scant. And my conviction is that the results of that analysis still remain absolutely valid even as we engage in this uh, short conversation. Uh, when you then compare the situation on the continent with the other regions, you realize that uh, policymakers and the political leaders in those regions outside Africa have uh, fully recognized the increasing significant role of uh, intelligence studies in shaping uh, policy and decision making and uh, this recognition has uh, accelerated the institutionalization of intelligence intelligence studies in several universities in several countries in the western world uh, including establishment of standalone dedicated institutions of excellence to study and examine the complicated terrain of uh, intelligence. Of course, we have we still have other countries lagging behind, like Spain and France, uh, Germany as well in Western Europe, but they are far far ahead compared to uh, Africa. So we strongly believe that the launch of this journal we are very convinced that it will accommodate scholarly outputs on intelligence studies from within the continent and address the lack of or rather the weak existence of intelligence knowledge uh, from within the continent and also uh, build upon strong scholarly uh, pillars. Uh, what is uh, mostly known uh, in our view is uh, closely guarded within the professional walls of intelligence organizations and uh, because of the intimate link between intelligence and national power professional intelligence practitioners both serving and retired have a tendency towards the ivory tower syndrome and that is the uh, appetite to keep information unto themselves because there are very few context-focused conduits or platforms for knowledge sharing. Uh, the journal, therefore, will seek to respond to this contextual reality by uh, providing an academic pl platform devoted to intelligence research, theorization, and uh, teaching. Uh, it's no fiction to conclude that despite uh, recent efforts to spread the study of intelligence studies to developing countries, including Africa, the subject still remains dominated by 
uh, Western concepts, methods, and the experiences, most commonly uh, from an Anglo-American uh, perspective. And uh, if we come to Africa, there is the death of journals on intelligence research teaching theory from a Afrocentric perspective. The few African scholars that have sought to contribute to the field have been increasingly forced to publish their works about African intelligence in journals hosted in other uh, regions. We therefore strongly anticipate that the launch of the journal would induce both academic which are currently spread all across disciplines and practitioner contributions to deal with the mystified and complex challenges facing Africa in the 21st uh, century. In terms of uh, the extent of academic academicization of intelligence studies in African higher education institutions, in our view it is a uh, an overemphasized misrepresentation to embrace the view that uh, uh, intelligence studies have not been academicized. Uh, I strongly think that the subjective inference uh, is based on the weak scholarly outputs on intelligence uh, studies or on the subject. So uh, I think the truth of the matter is that academicization, if we understand it from its basic definition of research, teaching, and conceptualization of intelligence studies, uh, is still weak in many countries, but there are a few exceptions where big footprints are, fit, are visible. From a general standpoint, I would say the weak academicization is discernible by a lack of dedicated academic programs on intelligence studies or centers of excellence for the same. So the few that exist are normally customized for intelligence professionals offered by intelligence institutions affiliated to public universities with the mandate of training for government. In Zimbabwe, we have the Bindra University which offers the Bachelor of Science in Intelligence Studies, but this is specifically for intelligence officers, and this is offered through the training school from the Central Intelligence Organization in Zimbabwe. Another truism about intelligence studies in Africa uh, is that it is dispersed across disciplines, such as uh, political science, security studies, diplomacy, international relations, psychology, and history. The gap, which then is important to identify, is a platform that brings together this scattered knowledge, and the academic journal may be a very handy in this regard. Uh, so the, in terms of the direction we intended to drive the journal, we are very clear, it has never been nebulous. We are very clear that intelligence is integral to African politics, its peace and security aspirations. So we strive to make sure that each journal issue shall be guided by the precepts of academic rigor and high quality screening of contributions, followed by very uh, scrupulous review process, blind uh, double-blind peer review process it will be the most appropriate framework to be followed. 
The intention here is to accord reasonable access to the journal for both academics and practitioners so that there is a space for debate and contestation of ideas, create new knowledge around existing gaps and to formulate new research questions for future inquiry, present and future inquiry as well. So the journal will provide the vehicle for the development of original and high quality scholarship in the context of the intelligence landscape in Africa. We aspire to publish up-to-date research contributions for the benefit of policymakers on the continent. There must be some consumption at the end of the, uh, the contributions so that we feed into public policy. We, we, we create that natural synergy with the policymakers and decision makers. So the journal will welcome uh, articles dealing with the intelligence and the related professional and policy uh, aspects uh, so that we address any aspect of intelligence within the African context. Uh, we would also encourage a comparative approach so that uh, the international status of the journal uh, is, is, is retained, is, is promoted. And uh, throughout our contributions, uh, we have an overarching, overarching theme which seeks to be Afrocentricism. At the moment, we, we are in the process of creating a very strong editorial team, which will be determined by the experience in intelligence studies and the African studies, so that we, 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 we can achieve our, our intended goals, the motivation for establishing the, 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 the journal can be uh, achieved. Um, in terms of contributors, uh, the journal will be an inclusive academic platform that encourages established and budding scholars as well as uh, practitioners in public and private intelligence organizations to share their knowledge ideas and approaches to intelligence studies from uh, largely an African uh, perspective. Okay, uh, you said something very interesting here where you uh, refer to, and I paraphrase, uh, the professional intelligence practitioners having an ivory tower syndrome. And um, I gather that you were saying this in reference to uh, the code of silence or, you know, the, the secrecy that is the hallmark of uh, intelligence affairs, especially when it's within the function of the state. Uh, so my question is then, where would you place the African Journal of Intelligence Studies uh, in breaking this, this, this uh, so-called syndrome uh, in order to facilitate this knowledge sharing that you're looking forward to so positively, considering, uh, as you've already described, that there's an allergicness to this, to building such kinds of open relationships with between academics and practitioners 
where you know you can bridge that divide and share knowledge and have this outcome that feeds into the policy needs and policy directives uh, throughout the entire continent. So I guess how would uh, how would you look at the African Journal of Intelligence Studies coming in as a platform? How do you think it will bust the norm? Uh, how, is, how do you how do you foresee it as a norm busting mechanism to achieve this knowledge sharing uh, um, uh, phenomenon that you're looking forward to? Yeah, the, the, the question that you raise is a very pertinent one. How do we seek to convince intelligence professionals to share knowledge given the secrets of um, uh, their trade? Our analysis, our submission was based on the realization that as a starting point, the will uh, is there among men, especially the retired professionals from that trade. But uh, what they find difficult is then to be able to make it, uh, especially given that uh, most of the uh, journals around intelligence studies uh, are in the USA, Canada, Israel, Spain, etc. So what they are finding difficult is to have platforms to share the little knowledge that they may be having, the little experiences that they may have. So it's a problem of, first of all, a question of the non-existence uh, of uh, Afrocentric uh, platforms, uh, journals, to, to, to share their knowledge, to share their views, or the existence of a few which are highly competitive. You know, for starters, it's very difficult to to, to, to make a break into those uh, Western-based uh, publications or journals. But uh, having stated that one advantage on our side as uh, universities, as universities in Africa, as institutes of uh, peace and security in Africa is the transformation of political systems. Yes, it may be slow. It may also vary from region to region, from country to country, but there is a, certainly a process of um, uh, transformation that is happening uh, along the qualitative lines across the continent from typically closed systems that were obsessed with the regime security or state security to an embrace of new discourses of security, mostly informed by the humanistic uh, perspective. And uh, in my view, as the systems open up to public scrutiny, organizational cultures and approaches to knowledge sharing can also change for the better. So it, uh, in that case, it makes it possible for institutions of higher learning to build the synergies with the intelligence organizations as intelligence studies uh, get formalized and institutionalized in the higher institutions of higher learning. So the best way then is to engage around the, a common understanding of the function uh, which intelligence serves to the public interest and the politics in general.
and also uh, African challenges uh, in particular. So we need to have an approach that is reassuring uh, in the sense that we have to emphasize that professionals tend to benefit by sharing their experiences uh, as well as uh, absorbing theoretical and conceptual perspectives from universities. That collaboration has got the uh, potential to build the very cogent uh, scholarly literature around the, uh, the area of intelligence studies which would then benefit the society uh, as a whole. What needs to be emphasized uh, in this endeavor is the general public good, right, which should transcend organizational uh, practices and gatekeeping tendencies. So, by the way, uh, most countries in Africa uh, have embraced the frameworks, both legal and the institutional, to encourage production of knowledge by civil servants, even as they are still active or when they have retired, notwithstanding the need to protect uh, state secrets. So perhaps the starting point is then to uh, encourage participation of professionals around less sensitive topics and then gradually build it from there as they begin to see the benefits of um, knowledge sharing uh, to the national interests. I think that would be the best way to encourage them. Uh, that would be my very short uh, response to your question. Thank you very much. It's very interesting to hear how you uh, envision uh, this interaction between intelligence institutions and academia. Um, with the journal being a pathway or a conduit for that to actually happen. Um, but I seem to notice that uh, you've made a repeated mention of Afrocentrism. And I think it's important to clarify uh, what exactly you mean with such an emphasis on being Afrocentric, especially because of the way in which um, a lot more recent literature has been steering away from Eurocentric um, lens of analysis or interrogation in order to identify. So one might add that, you know, um, such centric approaches, what exactly is their value when everybody's trying to diversify and have a strong appreciation of pluralism? Um, so therefore, in a sense that um, Afrocentrism does it, would it, would it actually have a place, um, uh, especially considering what the journal intends to achieve, the fact that it wants to access an international audience, um, that Afrocentrism, depending on how you're going to define it, would hold the journal back from accessing a much wider audience. So. I would like your clarification on what exactly you mean by Afrocentrism in this sense, because you've made repeated mention of it. The question on 
the focus of the journal being uh, an emphasis on the Afrocentricism is also based on observations, empirical ones. And uh, our emphasis is that uh, uh, the Africanness uh, in the literature is not defined by the writer who is uh, the author of a particular article or a particular piece, a particular book on intelligence. But uh, it must be defined by the substance of the writing. Uh, what I mean is uh, you need to raise uh, critical questions in terms of uh, uh, whose ideology is being propagated in a particular piece, uh, whose culture is being emphasized in a particular uh, piece on the subject of intelligence, whose experience is dominant. Uh, what paradigms are more common in literature? Which paradigm is more dominant in terms of the practice and approaches to intelligence studies? And uh, above all, of all the writings, which one is better appreciated in terms of the writings of the Africans on the subject? And we has contributed to the body of intelligence studies if you examine those answers those questions sorry you realize that most of the answers will give you very few if not none in terms of um, the prominence of african substance on the subject so the idea of emphasizing Afrocentredness is basically not one of exterminating other centricisms, but an attempt to catalyze into prominence the domain knowledge about African intelligence. We, we, we seek to promote Afrocentricism as a way of highlighting the otherwise uh, ignored areas, the otherwise uh, less prominent knowledge about African uh, intelligence theories, practice, which are uh, uh, context specific, so to say. We, we, we understand that uh, there is a lot of uh, convergence in terms of uh, uh, practices, theories, but uh, certainly there are nuances which are specific to African culture, which may be missing, not because uh, they are non-existent, but they exist, but the platforms, the outlets to, 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 to publish the same may be very limited or, 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 or uh, inaccessible uh, among African uh, writers. So as you would realize, uh, those who have attempted to write have uh, done it through uh, other uh, uh, journals that exist elsewhere in other regions 
or they've tried to co make contributions uh, on intelligence, but using other journals which are not specifically dedicated to intelligence uh, studies. So I think the the space to achieve uh, uh, our goal, the Africanness of uh, knowledge around the intelligence studies, is currently limited. So we mostly look elsewhere to tell our intelligence stories. That journal would then allow us to have a platform where a purely Afrocentric uh, approach to studies is promoted, but not in any way suggesting that uh, other centricisms uh, would automatically be discouraged from these journals. No, it's about uh, the emphasis. The majority of uh, the contributions would basically save the purpose of uh, African politics from any intelligent perspective. Remember, we say the intelligence is intimately linked to African politics, and the question of context becomes very important. We want to uh, emphasize the African context in this journal, but also giving a, a comparative space so that we maintain the international uh, appeal of the journal as well. Thank you. Are there any uh, final thoughts that you would like to share with those people who are interested in this development and uh, for people who look forward to contributing to the journal or who look forward to um, reading or being able to access the journal? Um, maybe is a as part of my exit remarks, I would say uh, the journal, uh, as we intend it to be, uh, we believe it's a, a very worthy uh, endeavor pursuing. We have a very clear uh, purpose. We have articulated the reasons why we need to have a dedicated uh, journal on intelligence studies domiciled in an African university but in any way we are not suggesting that we can do it on our own we we need the support of those we have uh, traversed the journey before we need to tap into their experiences as we uh, establish a, a reputable journal it's not just a question of establishing something that would be questionable in terms of its uh, standing among the best we we, we aspire to start uh, gradually and then establish it uh, among the best within the intelligence community. It has to be a repository for African uh, intelligence knowledge which would then support the uh, academicization of the uh, subject area within African studies. So uh, we, we, I, I think we, we strongly think as a department that we, we, we need this, uh, we need to take this uh, trajectory to establish uh, a journal, but uh, we are never short of uh, emphasis in terms of uh, the quality of the journal. That's why we are taking very conscious steps to make sure that we
plug all those uh, and tighten those loose ends in terms of uh, establishing something that is uh, reputable. So we look forward to support from all uh, stakeholders, including our sub-regions, uh, the African Union and, Union and all those centers of uh, excellence on peace and security related uh, issues, including beyond uh, Africa. We also need uh, that kind of uh, support as we uh, embark on this uh, uh, journey. Thank you very much. Thank you for this clarification. Um, as I said, this is something that's very, very important, especially insofar as what will encourage or discourage people from making contributions to the journal. I also think that what's of value here is your willingness to engage across the board, as you said, both internally and externally. And I assume by that you mean both on the continent and off the continent. And uh, it'll be interesting to see that this version of Afrocentrism that you are emphasizing as not as, not as something exclusive um, or exclusionary of other perspectives, but as a way to bring previously unheard perspectives and as a way to contribute diversity to the intelligence studies literature, which as a whole, it sounds like you seek to contribute to the evolution of the intelligence studies domain as a whole. Um, and I think that that's something that uh, can be appreciated by people across the board. I assume that for this journal, um, since you've since you've described in great detail the nature of the institutions, how how uh, how there's apprehension towards these these open engagements, but that some of the retired personnel may want to come in. I assume that. Uh, the initial starting point will primarily reside within intelligence history, something which I look forward to. And I think that that's something that's not adequately documented. I think that what happens is people may make references to intelligence operations within the political uh, history domain, within, within the grander history domain, but I don't think it's ever been specifically targeted as far as intelligence history. So thank you very much, Dr. Mandara, for uh, being willing to tune in to tell us everything about the African Journal of Intelligence Studies. We definitely look forward to uh, seeing how the launch materializes in 2021. And uh, without further ado, thank you very much. Goodbye. <laughs>